Shalom to all. Today's office is Kalamdaf Samach and we are starting Samach Dalad Amr Beis about five lines up from the bottom with a quote from the Mishnah Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Shimon Oymer Vachulu and a Vilna Sursadaf. It's right at the beginning of Lama Dalad Amr Aleph. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sar Basar Biakiv Moshe Her Neshama should have an Oliyah. And we have this Machlekes in the Mishnah between the Tanakama on one side and Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Shimon on the other side in regards to one person being Misakich his Geffen over somebody else's Tivua, whether or not that Tivua becomes Usser. The Tanakama says yes. Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Shimon say no. But now the Gemara says Amr Rabbi Yechon Rabbi tells us Hakol then everyone agrees, meaning Eden Rabbi Yisrael and Rabbi Shimon agree, Ba'anavim, that the grapes of the person who's Masakech, his vine, over the Tvua, Shehein Asuris, those become Aser. However, Amr Leir Blazer, Blazer told Rabbi Yechanan, how could that be? Ha'aser enoi nesar, v'she'enoi aser nesar? The thing that should create the Iser doesn't become Aser, namely the Tvua that had the grapevine placed over it. That Tvua creates the Iser, but it doesn't become Aser. So how can we say that this thing that doesn't create an Iser, namely the vine, that that's going to become Aser? It doesn't make sense. Now the Gemara just clarifies, Ma Pligin, in regards to what case are Rabbi Yechon and Blazer arguing, that's when a person places his gafen over his friend's tevua, because it's the tevua that's causing the eser. And according to Blazer, since the tevua doesn't become eser, so the vine can't be eser either. If it's the other way around, a person takes his friend's gafen and places it on his own tevua, then everyone agrees, the thing that creates the eser will become eser, namely the tevua, which creates this Esser, does become Usser, his Tavua. He places his friend's Gaffin over his Tavua, so the Tavua does become Usser. Now, what about the following case? Let's say he takes his friend's Gaffin and places it over his friend's Tavua. Does that Asser it or not? So, Nishmiyim and Adults learn from the following. Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesi said in the Mishnah, bring a riot to his Shita against the Tanakama. There was a fellow who planted something in his own Karim on Shmita, and Uba Maislofner Bikiva, this came in front of Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said, that a person can't ask for something that's not his. Now, what do we see from here? In this case of Shemitah, neither the Geffen nor the Tavua that he's planting belongs to him. As we said on Shemitah, everything's Hefker, so not only is the Geffen not his, but the Tavua is not his as well. But Yitasha said this was a question on the Tanakama, because Rabbi Yisri was using this as a question on Tanakama. And the question is coming from a case where it's not his Karim and it's not his Tavua, and so we see the Rabbi Yisri and Rabbi Shimon holding that case that it's not Usser, so we have an answer to this situation as well. And now we're going to brand new Halacha, Halacha Dalid. The Mishnah says, in Anas, a robber, a fellow forces went to somebody else's kerem, and he planted tvua there. Now, since we know that karka in Nigzelas, karka can't be stolen, so this is not considered like it belongs to the Anas. It still belongs to the original owner. And in Adam Eiser, Davashayna Shalai, a person can't ask for something that's not his, so therefore the kalim growing over here is not Usr. However, Vyatzamalafanov, now it went out from before him, meaning the Anas was removed from this kerem, and it went back to the original owner. Now, if the original owner allows everything to continue growing, then it's going to be Usr, because he's being Makaim Kalim Bekerem. So the Mishnah tells us, He's allowed to harvest it even on Chalamayid. We know that usually work is not allowed to be done on Chalamayid, except in a case where it's a Dover Ha'aved. It's something that's going to cause him a loss. And over here, if he's Makayim these Kalayim, so that's going to cause him a loss. So he's allowed to harvest it on Chalamayid. Now the issue is, he has to hire Pailim, he has to hire workers to help him. And workers know that if they're being hired on Chalamayid, this is something that's very important, and they're going to charge a premium for their work. So the Mishnah asks, How much more does his owner have to pay these Pailim to do this work for him? And the answer is, 
English up until a third. However, Yaisir Mikan, if they're charging more than a third, he does not have to hire these workers. Then the owner himself is allowed to harvest it like regular, meaning he does a little bit every day, however much he can, and he can continue harvesting it even if it takes him till after Cholamayid, because we're not mechaev him to pay more than a third. Now, lastly, the Mishnah asks, From when is this field called that it belongs to the Anos? As we had said, it cannot be stolen by this fellow. However, there is a certain point in time that this field does belong to the Anos, and that means everything growing here would be also because of Kalaim. So when is that point, asks the Mishnah? The answer is, once it gets settled in, meaning once everyone stops calling this field Ruvain's, and they start calling it the Anos's field, the robber's field, so then halachically it is considered the robber's field, and everything would be considered Kalayim. Now the Gemara clarifies, Rav Babar Yaakov says, B'Shem Rav Yechanan, this is what our Mishnah is telling us, it's permitted to harvest everything on Chalamayid, not only is it permitted, but he's actually chayv to harvest it on Chalamayid, because as we had said before, now that it's his, if he allows it to stay, then it's going to look like he's being Mekayim Kalayim Bekarim. So he has a chayv to harvest it on Chalamayid, so that there's no issue. Samachayim based on top, we continue explaining how much more does he have to pay these workers? We said ad shlish up until a third. Now the question is, a third of what? So if Chon of Rav Shesha has both of them argue about this, Chadom or one of them says shlish l'schar, that he has to pay a third more than the normal wages a worker would take. But Chadom the other one says shlish l'damim, he has to pay a third of the value of the produce in this karem. And lastly, the Mishnah told us from when is this field considered to be belonging to the Anus himself? That's when the field is forgotten. That's when he's already settled into it, which means when people start calling it that this is the Anus's field and not Ruvain's field. I would clarify this, says, let's say it's been set in from the owner's name, meaning it's not called the owner's field anymore, everyone calls it the robber's field, however, the Bailem haven't been miyayish, they haven't given up hope from this field yet, Still, Isurid Vartaira, everything growing here is Asr Midairaisa, it's considered Kalaim Dairaisa, because since the owner's name has been forgotten from the field, and now it's called that it belongs to the Anos, so Midairaisa it becomes his. However, the other way around, in Nisyashua Bailim, let's say the owners were Miyash ready from getting their field, they don't think they're going to get it back. But Bailim, the name hasn't been removed from the Bailim yet, meaning everyone still calls it Ruvain's field. So in this case, Isurid Midivrayan, everything growing here is only Asr Midrabanan. Ask the Gemara, how could you say that Vyesh Karka Nixelas? Is Karka able to be stolen? Karka can't be stolen, meaning even though we just said halachically, the name could switch over from the original owner to the Anos, that's only if everyone starts calling it that this is the Anos's field. But if everyone still calls it Ruvain's field, how could you say that what's growing here is Kalayim just because the original owner was misyash from it? Yush, giving up hope on land, doesn't create a halacha Kenyan that now belongs to the Anos. So Rabla Rabla answers, you're right, even though halachically land cannot be stolen. And that means that this field still belongs to the original owner. Still, yes, Yush Lakarka, we do apply the concept of Yush to land, and therefore Midrabanon, once the owner was Miyayish, we say that everything growing here is Kalaim Dirabanon. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with a brand new halacha. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.